ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat as we talk about things that will make you think. When your parents said there's no monsters under your bed, that all things spooky are just in your head. Join us as we explore all things strange, the mysteries and tales that can't be explained. From UFOs, cryptids, ghouls, and goblins, men in black witches, Bigfoot, and dogmen, digging deep to find the truth. Some truths may be hard to believe, some might even leave you loopy, but the truth is solely what we seek, leaving you say, talk about spooky. Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm your host Akamu. And I'm your host Matt. And welcome back to an all new episode of Talk About Spooky. In this week's episode, we're going to kick things off a little differently. We're going to pick up a little rough because Matt forgot to hit record. So yeah. we're, we're going <laughs> we're, we're to um, improvise the first half again. But yeah. obviously we don't do things scripted, so this is the direction we're going now. This is technically anyway, like the 10th time. So but... uh, before we get into... Yeah. Before we get into the nitty gritty of this special topic, let me tell you how this works. Um, as of last episode, we are covering topics, taking uh, taking turns, covering topics without the other hosts knowing what the topic's going to be about, kind of leaving it up for a surprise and leaving it in suspense at the beginning, um, such as we're doing now. Matt has absolutely no idea what I'm about to talk about. I do, but I'm not going to give it to him until I feel like it. So um, <laughs> before we get into that, I'm going to have him tell you how you can submit a story to us and how you can review and so on and so forth. So Matt, if you want to give them that info. Yeah. So if you have a story or a topic that you want us to cover, the easiest way to do that is to go to Facebook slash talk about spooky. You can actually post directly on our page. Uh, it's for everybody to use. So you can post it on the page or you can send it to us via Facebook messenger, um, your story or your topic that you would like us to cover or, you can send it to us via email, which is talkaboutspooky at gmail.com. That's the show name at gmail.com. And you can send us a text format, whatever you want to call it, um, and we will read it on the air. Maybe we can give you some insight. If we can't, maybe some of the people who listen to the show maybe can relate to you and maybe have some sort of answers for you or maybe not. And it's just a creepy story that's out there for the rest of the world to hear forever to infinity and beyond. So you can also <laughs> use your voice memo app. Yeah, trademark, whatever. Screw it. Um, you can also use your voice memo app on your phone and record your voice that way if you would rather us play that and send that to us via um, email. Or you could do it on Facebook as well. And whichever platform you listen to us on, I don't believe you can leave a review, leave a review except for on Apple Podcasts. So if you listen to us on Spotify or iHeart, or any other uh, platform, I think the most you could do for us is just uh, follow basically or subscribe. That way, when a new episode is, yeah. Well, I'm talking about as far as benefiting us within, you know, the listeners to follow and subscribe to on whichever platform you use. And if you do that, um, whichever platform it is that you're on, it automatically downloads our latest episode to your phone. So it'll, as soon as our episode is released, it's automatically on your phone if you subscribe or follow. That way you never have to miss an episode. Um, but on Apple, you can actually leave us a review and we have our first five-star review. 
So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read that. That way everybody can kind of get the gist of, of what we're talking about as far as if you leave us a five-star review, we will shout you out. And so here we go. First review ever. It says, I really like listening to all the stories about paranormal, whether it be about apparitions or UFOs. Matt and Akamu keep it very interesting with humor and actual experiences. And that comes to us via KQ613, which oh, is... Hi, Mom. Yeah, which is his yeah. mom. So, <laughs> if you want to be like Akamu's mom, you can leave <laughs> us a review and we will do like we just did. We will shout you out and read your review. Um, you don't feel uh, like you have to give us a five star if you don't feel like we're worth it. Give us whatever review you want. We're good for criticism. Uh, but if you well, would, yes, <laughs> if you would, you um, <laughs> they hate us because they ain't us. Trademark that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but if you leave us a five star, we will do exactly like we just did for Akabu's mom. That's all the business that I have for you. I'm just going to leave it with share, subscribe, follow. You can find us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at Talk About Spooky. Email is talkaboutspooky at gmail.com. Show name, gmail.com. Now, on to the show. Akamu, what is the topic? All right. So, um, this topic I feel a lot of people can, I don't know, necessarily relate to, but, you know, are familiar with at least, especially around this uh, type of season. Uh, there's a lot of really popular things that happen every freaking year. And one of those are haunted attractions. And not just your typical normal haunted houses that we're going to be covering, but your haunted haunted houses, your haunted haunted attractions. Yes. So, um, yeah, what I like to cover is, you know, the, the, the history of the location a little bit and mm. then go into some of the uh, paranormal accounts that have been uh, witnessed uh, inside and outside the haunted attraction more than likely but really try to focus on um, the specifics of you know people who experience um, paranormal activity during their visit at a haunted attraction or while they're working at a haunted attraction the reason why i wanted to cover this topic is because i have my own personal experiences with it and i figured with the season we're in now it was perfect timing so uh i also know people that i've worked with that have had their own experiences that I would like to invite on the show uh, midway through as well. So I'll segue there. Um, but yeah, first one I want to cover uh, takes place out in Duele, Utah. And uh, don't think that's Nevada. I'm pretty sure it's Utah. <laughs> but uh, it's a hospital that dates back to 1873. It was built as a private residence for uh, the family of Samuel F. Lee. And by 1913, it had been transformed into a home for the elderly but was often, often called the uh, county poorhouse. Apparently, there have been sightings of shadowy figures, myths, apparitions, orbs, and uh, even uh, talk about a supposed spiritual portal, um, I guess where these spirits come in and out of. Um, one of the ghosts that reside there is believed to be the former patient uh, named, or be a former patient named Wes, and uh, apparently he suffered from Alzheimer's. I'm not really sure how they figured out that was Wes. I'm not gonna make any jokes on Alzheimer's. That's just a little low. But um, I wonder how that works when it comes to moving on to the other side. You know what I mean? Um, if things change or if you're still, I, I wouldn't think you'd still have Alzheimer's honestly, because I think it has to do with the physical brain. Sure. But if you've moved on, it's probably completely clear. You know? Maybe. So maybe, maybe that helps. 
I guess, him identify himself to others, I guess. Um, but yeah, and then some other spirits uh, that are known to be there go by the names of Peter, Ned, Richard, James, and apparently a child named Jessica. Uh, I'm assuming all of these were probably called out through EVPs. Um, let's see. So, uh, apparently Samuel, the, the guy who originally built the place, is also said to uh, haunt the place. Apparently is accompanied by his uh, son, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So, the hospital opened in 1953 and was called the Toilet Army Depot. And uh, apparently they didn't have a proper morgue, but they did uh, designate an area, a non-refrigerated area for their deceased mm. before the local local mortuary was able to pick up the bodies. So I'm sure that leaves some pretty nasty residue, no pun well, intended. Uh, you got very punny. It's, <laughs> that's gross and inhumane. That's, that's nasty. Yeah. But um, eventually it became a haunted attraction, at least during the haunted season, uh, called Asylum 49. I've heard of that. And uh, Yeah. It's actually been featured on two of Ghost Adventures episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got That's how I heard of it. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the place, if I'm correct, the place kind of looks like, um, like a miniature White House, kind of. Like the front of it's got that half circle and it's all glass am i am i right and it's got like asylum 49 got like and stuff and yeah and it says asylum yeah. 49 on it yeah it, it to me it almost looks like a one story old folks home <laughs> it, yeah that's why i say like a shrunk down like or like mm, a school shrunk yeah, down white house yeah it was originally built out to be a, a private residence right but uh yeah, they do go towards like there. School. I'm looking at a picture right now. I think I'm thinking of like another side of the building, but the main entrance is all glass, like a small like yeah. A school. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so apparently during these times of uh, the haunted attractions, there have been um, people who have identified uh, or witnessed a man in all black, I guess kind of like a shadow spirit. Mm-hmm. And um, several former residences and workers have also seen uh, a little girl. Well, actually, apparently several former residents and workers uh, have also possibly uh, identified a darker spirit, unless the darker spirit is the shadow spirit. But um, they believe there to be demonic activity, per se. I'm not really 100% sure if that's necessarily demonic, but it's definitely supposedly negative in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And some weird things tend to always happen around 3 a.m. Um, Duh. Yeah, but it's weird because it's always consistent. You know, it's like the the like the clocks or something would stop at 3 and then this would happen, you know, or something like that. But it's always right. having something to do with the number 3. And they really elaborate on the details in one of the Ghost Adventure episodes. Yeah, um, it's been a while since I I've seen that. I thought it was that. kind of interesting. Yeah, it's been a minute too. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, imagine, you know, well, first off, if you want uh, more information on this haunted house for the uh, season, it's at Asylum49.com. Uh, typically, it is a full-on contact. Uh, I wouldn't say football contact, but, you know, a, a, it's they can touch physical you. touch contact. Yeah. Yeah. Haunted house. But because of the COVID season, um, they are not going to be doing the physical touch, but they are still having a haunted house. I'm yeah. pretty sure all the demons are going to be wearing masks. <laughs> and not just masks, but I think some of my, my even have doctor's masks on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you, you rest assured, you know, that some, a lot of precautions are being, you know, taken care of 
before. Yeah, and even even um, they even do like ghost private ghost tours. Like if you want to go there mm-hmm. as well, like after you know Halloween and all that stuff, if you're interested in that. Yeah, and uh, another location that I know is very popular, very well known that I didn't realize until recently that uh, well until I was told that uh, this apparently also has a haunted attraction. I might have been there. Is the Queen Mary. Negative. (laughs) So, the Queen Mary dates back to the 1930s and was once a luxury liner for pretty much rich people and a bunch of celebrities, um, you know, had parties on it and stuff. But then World War II broke out and eventually it was turned into a ferry for the soldiers traveling to and from the front lines. So... Queen Mary's there very were a lot haunted. Of deaths. Yeah, there were a lot of deaths that happened. Uh, over 50 that were recorded, and apparently um, about 150 or so spirits uh, uh, are, are known to haunt the Queen Mary. Wait, um, wait, wait. You said 50 deaths? Uh, yeah, over 50 deaths. Oh, I was going to say. Recorded. Okay. Yeah, there may be some that are not recorded. Like, where do you get. Prob- like, where do you get, like, 50 deaths and then, like, 150 ghosts? Exactly. Like, <laughs> apparently they've identified over 150 ghosts, or at least 150, but they only have 50 deaths recorded, or mm. a little over that. But it's, it literally, like, online, it literally says over 49 deaths recorded. And I'm like, wouldn't that be 50, or are you talking about over 50? So I just I just rounded. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said over 50, because, I mean, they could have just said 50. Yeah. <laughs> so it must be over 50. I don't know. They must have stopped at that number, and we're like, you know what? There's too many to count. We just say over 50. <laughs> You know, like this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So who knows? Maybe it is 150 recorded deaths. <laughs> but um, so right now the Queen Mary is docked at Long Beach, California, and is definitely a hot spot for paranormal enthusiasts. You can find cold spots, slamming doors, knocking, screams, lights flickering, children crying, the whole nine. Um, yeah. Apparently, uh, some people during. Uh, their visit or working at the Queen Mary have witnessed the spirit of a man that was crushed to death by a, a watertight door. Uh, uh. Not saying they witnessed him getting crushed to death. I'm just saying they apparently witnessed the man who was crushed to death by Ew. a watertight door. That's some nasty shit. That probably chops somebody in half. That is gross. That's yeah. unfortunate. Like I would, I would rather drown. Jeez, <laughs> like, that's awful. And then uh, apparently there's also been sightings of an apparition of a woman in uh, white who dances by herself in one of the suites. Um, not necessarily sure if she would be by herself. Maybe we don't see the partner she's dancing with. Or maybe, maybe she is by herself. She's just trying to keep herself company. <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. that would be kind of cool, honestly, to see. Yeah. I mean, some people would be like, run away. And I'm like, but she's just dancing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she ain't coming at you. <laughs> But, um, yeah, and apparently there's a bunch of other soldiers that have been seen who have lost their lives um, on the ship. And uh, sometimes you can hear them yelling and crying throughout the uh, corridors. Wow. So uh, people have also witnessed ghost children in in 1930s clothing uh, by the uh, pool area. Like, uh, I'm not sure if they use the pool right now, but. Right. It's identified as the empty pool area. So either that's after hours or it's just like, you know, there's, there's no pool. Right. <laughs> yeah. And apparently Ghost Adventures and Mysteries Unsolved and a bunch of YouTubers have all investigated this Queen Mary. And I have yet to even touch it. 
Like this, this is unfair. <laughs> I lived in California. How, how have I not been here? <laughs> but um, they have all kinds of uh, tours and exhibits. They got um, uh, nighttime attractions with, uh, oh, excuse me, with um, like kind of like a dinner with the ghost kind of thing. Yeah. Where you sit down, they have like people who act, you know, kind of the part. Mm-hmm. Tell their stories and stuff, and like their point of view and stuff. And they also have a paranormal ship walk, um, which I believe is kind of like a like a flashlight tour, ghost tour, yeah, f- flashlight tour thing. But throughout the ship, mm-hmm. you have to go to all the hot spots, learn about the stuff, and possibly experience a bunch of stuff. Which a lot of these accounts have also, you know, taken place at. Um, and they also host paranormal investigations, or allow you to, you know, have paranormal investigations here. Right. Um, this uh, ship has long has been uh, regarded as the world's most haunted ship and has been declared by uh, Time Magazine as one of America's top 10 most haunted. If you guys really rely on Time Magazine for your information. <laughs> yeah. Not to go off on a tangent, but I don't know if it was... I well, mean, that's I, what we're all about. <laughs> yeah. But I heard that the, the Titanic um, is haunted, like underwater. And there's also like a couple of other shipwrecks where um, like it's underwater and everything. And people that have gone down to explore it have heard like uh motors and stuff like that still running mm-hmm. like dude yeah. i was watching an episode with josh gates yeah <laughs> dude you hear the motors turn on when he goes into the room and he's like yeah. tripping i'm like dude yeah <laughs> that's but, so yeah. cool so i don't know yeah. queen mary i think you got some competition but yeah but um yeah from what i hear they also have on the attractions like you know Oh walk yeah. Through and you get scared by actors and stuff. You can find more of that information on queenmary.com um, under the tourist tab. Mm-hmm. Were you about to say something? Well, I was going to say most of these haunted places that people do paranormal investigations at, you know, they make extra revenue during Halloween for doing those things. Yeah, yeah especially if they're already known and have the tours and stuff. It's like, why not? Because yeah. people are already attracted to it. It's not like they're trying to deter people and be like, that's not what we're all about. You know? Yeah, like, yeah they get money from it, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would, I would love to go. Um, another one. I'm waiting to see if you say the one I've been to. Yeah. Well, there's one that I've been to, at least during a daytime tour. It's no, I'm talking a- about <laughs> during a haunted, like, attraction thing. I've been to a really oh, big okay. one. Well, this one has, this one's really big and it does have a haunted attraction. I've only been to the daylight, the daytime tour where you mm-hmm. get a little audio thing with the history and all that spoken by Steve Buscemi. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome though. I'll tell about that in a second, but, uh, this one is called Eastern state penitentiary. Um, that's, um, on my bucket list. I have two on my bucket list <laughs> yeah. and that's one on my bucket list. I can't afford it. Yeah, dude. So, oh, I was about to jump to the end, but uh, I guess I'll cover that in a second. So, um, just to cover a little bit of history, it was built in 1829. It's considered the world's first penitentiary. And uh, they were known for rehabilitating, rehabilitating, I can't say that word, prisoners through solitary confinement for much of its history. Thing about solitary confinement, I don't think it necessarily teaches somebody to be good. It just makes people go mad and they end up doing worse things. But uh, maybe it was all an experiment. And now they don't do that. They, they still do that, right? Solitary confinement. But uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. Some famous inmates uh, that have been there. 
um, was a mob boss called uh, by the name of Al Capone. I'm pretty sure you guys probably heard of him. He spent eight months there before he was transferred over to Alcatraz and um, <clears throat> was very well known for the St. Valentine's Day massacre in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually freaking... I'm not, I'm not condoning what he's doing. Like, I'm not saying it was right. But, like, by God, that was freaking genius. That was freaking genius how he did that. Ridiculous. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, him and his guys dressed up as cops and went over to one of the rival ga- uh, gangs and had them wind up against the wall and put their hands up. And uh, instead of checking you know them for weapons and stuff they busted a cap in them they freaking unloaded hell on them and that wall still stands not there but in a museum somewhere matt might know and currently haunts the entire museum (laughs) so you know haunted brick if you need one um (laughs) but yeah Uh, but just yeah, the brick. Other than Al Capone, yeah, just the one brick. No. <laughs> but yeah, other than Al Capone, there was a bunch of other murderers there as well, such as like Victor Babe and Trioli. I think it's like Andreoli. It's Italian. I can't. It's me. No offense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this ain't Mario. It's <laughs> me, Mario. <laughs> so um, yeah, so they do have daytime tours, which I, uh, me, and uh, my guests have been on, and they have nighttime tours as well. Uh, the nighttime tours are actually terror behind the walls. It's called that. It's a mm-hmm. attraction, but it's been canceled for 2020 because of COVID. And yeah. um, now they have nighttime tours, and th- those include, but yeah, uh, th- those include. How do how do you say this? Uh, include, but not all of, or something. Like that. How do you say? Restricted. No, nah, no. Nah, I was trying to say a certain phrase, but it, I I lost it. Okay, so nighttime. Nighttime tours include the chance to explore the cell blocks and uh, yards of Eastern State Penitentiary at night, historic locations in the penitentiary complex, including Al Capone's cell and death row. No, you don't get to go inside Al Capone's cell, unfortunately. You just get to see it from the other side of the bars. But it is really nice. It's got like a TV and like a That's Xbox. dumb. No, I'm just kidding. But he's got some nice shit. Like yeah. Lampshade. <laughs> like a lampshade. <laughs> I don't know. First thing came to mind. He's got a skylight, man. Yeah. Um what you had and i mean then, when you had money and then the audio tour called voices of eastern state as i said narrated by steve Buscemi. um and you can make an idea that you can gather a group and reserve a space inside the penitentiary complex for a private uh get together before or after your tour hmm. um so said to be the most haunted prison in the united states and for years has been investigated by paranormal groups and has been featured in several different tv shows such as ghost adventures um so these investigators, as well as the staff and visitors, have all reported dozens of paranormal activities and, uh, and numerous sightings of apparitions. Uh, one of the first paranormal witnesses told by, was told by um, Al Capone, who, um, being housed for eight months, I'm sure, went crazy. He was housed there between 1929 and 1930. But I wouldn't hold it against them if he really was experiencing paranormal stuff. He said that he was haunted by the ghost of James Clark. Um, that was a man who, uh, who was one of the victims of the St. Da- Valentine's Day massacre in Chicago. Um, apparently, Al Capone would scream every night in fright at Jimmy to go away and to leave him alone. Um, but yeah, Jimmy is, I guess, his nickname. But uh, in the 40s, both prisoners and guards uh, all began to have 
numerous of different uh, paranormal experiences and unexplained like sightings. Uh, these all involve spooky shadows and unexplained no noises. And many people have reported uh, that cell block 12 in an area of high uh, is an area of high paranormal activity, where they hear cackling and whispers, and uh, the apparition of a prisoner uh, is seen walking about. I'm pretty sure the chances of that are pretty high because there's a lot of prisoners here that were shanked to death because of the very violent. They house very violent criminals, so yeah. Um, aside from cell block 12, you also have cell block 6, where people have noticed uh, or witnessed shadowy figures um, often sliding along the walls. I'm hoping they mean just kind of like how your shadows project on the wall and you walk right. Around. But this kind of sounds like it's slithering along the walls. Like, yeah, that's fuck that. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, um,. Uh, let's see cell block four is another location apparently a lot of people have seen uh the, the apparitions of anguished faces and heard loud whispers i don't mm. know how that's considered a whisper what the point, fuck but how do you like, whisper oh, loudly whispers. yeah I, don't know. I guess maybe yeah <laughs> that's terrifying actually um apparently on one occasion a locksmith working in the area was removing an old lock from a cell door and uh he felt uh, something overcome him like like a massive force and he was unable to move or speak um and during this time he apparently um saw like distorted forms swirling around him i guess in the cell block um apparently one of them was appearing to beckon to him like call him over to the dark side or something like that. wow um, now here's another popular one that's one of my favorites um Remember, the Eastern State Penitentiary is huge. Yeah, so, so hold on. Uh, weird, weird, weird synchronicity. Oh, yeah. Somebody okay. in my group just sent me um, a memory from two years ago. To, like today. Facebook memory? Yeah. Today okay. is the day that we went to the haunted attraction. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> all right well <laughs> for some more spooky uh this is one of my favorite moments of evidence apparently the catwalk is an area where a lot of paranormal events have occurred um uh, there was a shadowy figure that was caught on video i don't know if you remember this video it's a, the catwalk um obviously not on the ground floor it was a uh, camera facing down the catwalk it's the black and white footage and you see this like cloaked figure run towards the camera i think and so yeah. and it just forms in on itself and runs the other way and you catch like the foot in the like silhouette oh it was the coolest thing but this is the location of that famous um uh, ghost uh, paranormal evidence site mm -hmm. yeah ghost site but yeah so um also people have felt extreme temperature fluctuations not just you know casual average breeze but like you know really this, freaking hot summer and all of a sudden it's like fucking snowing is this still <laughs> eastern state are we still oh, talking yeah. okay it's still eastern state then it's a tree. okay and apparently another visitor had captured a male voice saying i'm lonely on an evp i can imagine <laughs> but yeah so terror behind the walls is um that haunted attraction that usually takes place uh during the halloween season uh unfortunately not this year but maybe mm -hmm. next year you guys should definitely check it out because it sounds freaking awesome but only that but throughout the prison visitors staffs have reported uh 
disembodied screams, cries of pain, sadistic laughter, and whispers. Uh, others have reported the sounds of a cell doors, like um, door handle jiggling, and uh, furniture being dragged across the floors, which mm. I'm pretty sure can all probably be from Al Capone's room because he's the only one I know that had furniture. <laughs> or it could be um, like residual sound. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Um, apparently, you can also hear large objects rolling off the roof. What? I'm not really sure if that's residual or if that's like <laughs> somebody's dead body just sliding off. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, phantom footsteps. You know, you're a little tap dancing in the theater room. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, uh, many people have seen orbs and sh- uh, or streaks of light, uh, felt tapping on their shoulder, only to turn to uh, or turn around to see no one's actually there. Or they get overwhelmed sensations of being watched. And in general, they just have feelings of dread, which is just a horrible feeling. So me and, a, uh, <laughs> me and my guests here have been to this... Uh, <laughs> uh, penitentiary for the daylight tour and Mm -hmm. um you definitely feel something and that could just be heebie-jeebies but like it's massive we had our own interesting experiences um i would say one that really stands out to us is um we were walking through one of the uh cell blocks um and i was taking photos and I've been taking photos this entire time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to tell from my point of view, and then she's going to come in and tell from her point of view. Okay. But um, I was going around taking photos of my Nikon D5100. <laughs> and um, it's we're, we're probably like almost an hour into it. And we get into this one cell, and I've taken plenty of pictures of her with you know, the, the surroundings and stuff, but this... This one time she sits down on one of the beds and I go to take a picture of her. And I take a few. This sounds a little creepy. Yeah. You're taking pictures <laughs> of her and you do it a lot and she's laying on the bed. Oh wow, I didn't think what, are, that. What, what are we what are we about to get into? Whoa, whoa. No, not like that. <laughs> Daytime tour. There's people. Uh, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, I mean they're they're watching. No I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn. Teach their own. All right. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's weird. <laughs> I can see it, but trying to talk about it is like creepy. I, I take a picture of her as I usually did, but for some reason this time it was just like she wasn't having it. She mm-hmm. actually like looked very freaking agitated. Her face kind of changed. I got a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Like. I got a picture of her face when she was looking at the camera, and I was like, I'm not supposed to be doing this kind of thing, you know? Like, she, she gave me this look, right. and I could feel it, I guess, coming from her. Like, the emotion changed. And I can't quite remember the exact words, but she basically told me to stop taking photos of her in a very firm manner. Like, she was going to fucking shake me if I didn't fucking stop, you know? <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay. And I just kind of put the camera down, just like walked off and took pictures of other stuff. But I was like, what the fuck? And then she walked out of the cell and suddenly she was herself again. Mm. And she was like, I don't know what came over me in there. So she was cautious. Cautious? Yeah. While she was in there, she she felt and she reacted and she was, she knew what she was doing, but like, it was kind of like, I guess she had just expressed or something. Mm -hmm. But, um, she came out and was like, I don't know what came over me. I don't have a pic- like a problem with you taking pictures, you know. But um, for a better, 
I guess, understanding for better life, really in the mind of the one who seemed to, I guess, channel. Um, and then I have her coming. So, uh, Allie, welcome to the show. Would you like to talk about your paranormal experiences here at Eastern State Penitentiary as you kick my table? <laughs> talk about how Akamu creepily took pictures of you. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Allie. Um, hi, Allie. Hi. Um... So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Doubt it. Okay. Um. So, fun fact about me is, um, the YouTube, YouTube probably know, but I'm uh sensitive slash empathic abilities. So I do tend to pick up on spirit energy and stuff like that. So when we did go to, um, but this was kind of came over me and not knowingly it happened because I didn't know I could actually do this at the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, went, great? we visited Eastern, yeah, we visited Eastern State Penitentiary and it was like unbelievable to be there. It was such a dream. Um, but you definitely feel the history there. You definitely feel like, you know, especially when you listen to the tour part of it and you follow along and stuff. We actually got to see the uh, Capone's cell mm-hmm. and it was bizarre just to be there um, but the incident that uh, Akamu was talking about is from what I remember and laughing about it just thinking about it <laughs> um, but we basically you know we wandered off and, and we were in this section I guess not only people, not people go in or whatever mm-hmm. and we were just you know taking pictures of cells and just you know building in the uh feeling in the ambiance of this place and we just go into this cell we've been doing this like most of the day or the tour nothing has ever happened yeah it was and, pretty like dead no and, pun intended like we go into the cell <laughs> and i mean he pretty much nailed it on the head with like from his point of view but from my point of view um basically uh when we went inside i just from what I remember, I just, you know, all of a sudden I was like normal and feeling okay. I mean, I was kind of tired, but besides the point, um, I knew, I know Akamu loves to take photos and it was this big thing. Sorry, there's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Persephone. Sorry. <laughs> um, it, it, oh yeah, my god. She go, wants to share her story. You're going to be hearing that a lot, probably. Okay. So, um, anyway. But, Is it a black um, cat? No. It's my kitty. Oh. Which cat is that? She's my new Persephone. Persephone. Oh. She's six months old. Yeah. That's a big six but, uh, month old cat. She's actually really small. Well, she looked really big. <laughs> so, yeah, you just heard. Four is even bigger. <laughs> But yeah, so you walked in the cell and you but, sat down. So the I don't even think I was sitting. I was standing. I here. took a. You were looking up at me. It was scary. No, I was like, I think I was just like walking well, around. You were doing like, that though. You know, yeah. like when I. You go, just said at some point. No, when I go. Okay. When I um. <laughs> I, I remember I was standing. I was like near the door. Maybe she doesn't recollect her sitting down when it happened. I just remember like, and I the thing about Akamu that he loves to do is like he would always take photos of me and there were sometimes it, it did get annoying but it didn't like snap or anything but I remember him like doing this and like 
for and like he was constantly taking photos of me and all of a sudden I just like snapped and I was just like stop taking pictures of me yeah that's that's like, pretty much how she said it like stop taking photos like I was she didn't like, even ask like I was just <laughs> blunt about it which I'm not blunt at all right um and I just that just happened and I was just like pissed and like getting irritated at him and like he was just like okay went out and we, we kept on going and after that it was fine throughout the rest of the tour and she had no problem um, with me taking pictures of her after <laughs> she left the south yeah like <laughs> i don't think it was her yeah told and so that's pictures. when it little look that's when we started having trust issues no, I'm year, <laughs> learned that apparently i can channel and what that means is basically <clears> when knowingly or not knowingly a spirit it's kind of like, I want to say possession. It's not, you're not possessed. It's like someone, it's a spirit kind of inf- influencing you. Yeah. Bit. It's like a yeah. foreign communication. And it's influence. You don't have. Yeah. yeah. So it, and it's just the kind of. Instead of control, it's more of a passive information, yeah. but through emotion. Yeah. So you feel it. And if you're aware that you can do this and you have better grounding, you're able to know when you're feeling somebody else it like as your own and have a better grip on it rather than feeling somebody else and not knowing it's, it's somebody else and be like the fuck am i pissed off about and yeah. just kind of release you know which is pretty much what you did yeah <laughs> i mean it's <laughs> scary it's scary because like when it happened like i guess i don't remember everything but I do remember just like lashing out at him for no for taking photos and i was like I didn't even explain to him afterwards because he was like, what the heck was that about? And I was like, that wasn't, I, I literally didn't feel like myself. It's like, it's really weird to It's a very uncomfortable explain. feeling. Yeah, it's just like. It's like you're, you're watching yourself do something. Yeah. And you don't know yeah, why. Yeah, just like, you're literally like, yeah. Prisoner, <laughs> no pun intended. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess, but yeah, so that was that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for more information on uh, Terror Behind the Walls, I believe is what it's called, right? Yeah, Terror Behind the Walls. Uh, you can go to easternstate.org slash Halloween, and, uh, yeah, you'll find uh, Terror Behind the Walls information. Um, <laughs> I, like, almost repeated myself. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. And I just went for it. Um, last but not least. Please be the one. It's not the one. Well. How do you know? Could- because well, I worked here. Well, also... The damn it! Actually, we both did. Well, we could, wait, wait, <laughs> damn it! You want to cover yours can, first? Like, Is that what you're going to say? Going back and forth with stories here. Like, yeah. you know. So, what about you? So... You got another one you want to fill in? Or? Okay, for him, yeah. What's before, the one you wanted? Before we do this, make sure your connection on your mic is good. Yeah, make sure your connection on your <laughs> mic is good. Okay. Because every now and again when you talk, I hear, like, blips of electric. Like, static. Okay. Is everything connected right? I think so. I have my mic in a, let me show you. This is how I have my mic. Bloopers. It's, <laughs> it's in a cup. And around the mic is socks. So okay. Shock absorption. Okay. <laughs> no, you're good. I just I hear little staticky things. Yeah, I'm wondering if, I don't know if that has to do with the headphones or not. It probably doesn't, but it comes I mean, and goes. Yeah. It's good right now. Maybe well, no. Air conditioning. <laughs> no, it's the computer. Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, mine, 
Mm-hmm. Mine is, and I'm just going to bring it up just because it's fucking weird that you're talking about this and literally a day, right. like to the day, like we did it today, two years ago. And I can't believe you didn't even have it on your list because you're talking about all these big names. Well, I already knew this is going to take two hours to cover, so. <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean, this one is like the one. Uh, let me guess. Go for it. I'll let you get one guess. Uh, one guess. What was it called? <laughs> that was um, not it. Penhurst. Yep. Yes! Penhurst. <laughs> what? Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's an asylum. <laughs> that's, 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 uh, I guess I'll see that. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Penhurst, it is a mental, or it was a mental hospital. Um, for those people who don't know it, you should know it if you're listening to the show. It was shut down due to very poor operations. It was overcrowded. Horrible things like happened this. there. But no, this place was the worst. This place was literally the worst. I mean, the way that they treated their patients, they practiced um, medical things that were not... um, I lost you. No, I lost your audio. Yeah, you're good. I just turned it down. Okay. So, um, but yeah, this place... this. Sorry, you caught me off guard. But um, yeah, so this place is, is just, it was known for a lot of like medical practices that were not like a thing. They were doing things that they weren't supposed to be doing. Horrible, horrible things, overcrowded. Uh, and it got shut down due to those very reasons. Um, and during the spooky months, they host a haunted attraction. And that's the first and only place I've ever been to where they could actually physically touch you. Um which it was very cool. It was very cool. And I will say, like, I maybe, <laughs> maybe I would have been more scared. I didn't get scared at all. Wow. And I don't really get scared at places like that. Um, but um, I, I wasn't able to really get scared because I had my wife there. So I was more worried about her than me. So, um, but yeah, so within this um, event, they have, I believe it's like three like they use three buildings on the property and each one has its own theme and once you get done with it if you had the vip package which we did um there's a fourth building that is not that much money anyway you might as well go all out right and actually it wasn't that expensive um Hmm. i'm not entirely sure it might have been i think it was like 90 dollars for vip but um you could go through it as many times as you wanted to you could go to the front of the line and then it offered this fourth building and this fourth building i don't know the name of it off the top of my head if anybody knows who's listening go ahead and comment um on the facebook page uh, when we share this link Uh, but it's a fourth building and it doesn't have any haunted stuff it's just um like it's not haunted attraction or anything like that but it's a haunted building that they you can walk through and basically do like a ghost hunt if you want to but i mean there's tons of people in there i mean and you're not physically allowed like in certain areas and blah, blah, blah. But um, I never experienced anything paranormal there while I was, you know, doing the ghost stuff or I mean the uh, the haunted stuff. But um, I'm not really a fan of that building um, or that property, to be completely honest with you. But um, but yeah, that's it. I just think it's weird that a year to the like two years to the day we're talking about this specific topic. I just think that it's just weird synchronicities, how the world works. But I'll let you get into your story, but because you said it was a place that you worked at, yeah. I also worked um, at a haunted place. Oh, okay. for two years, yeah. Nice. 
Uh, in general, uh, I did haunted attractions for six years. I uh, started off in South Korea, and then uh, I did uh, Haunted Hollow. Uh, That's where for I worked. A year or two. Okay, cool. And then uh, there's another one, but I, I just remembered because Ali just reminded me there was a, another haunted house that we been to a haunted attraction. We didn't work there. We were guests there. Mm-hmm. But the the manner itself mm-hmm. that the haunted attraction is like you know the walkthrough built yeah. thing is haunted and built on some pretty haunted ground. Mm-hmm. Just to say, it probably has to do with Native Americans and stuff. But uh, Allie, did you want to kick that one off before we get into this uh, ultimate reveal that we've all been waiting for? Um. Yeah. Sorry. So, um. To this location, we actually went to as guests last year with a bunch of friends during the Halloween season, and it's um, called Shocktober Haunted House. It's it's in Leesburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, My neck of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, do you know of it? I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah, it's at Paxton Manor. Yeah, I've never been there, but I've heard of it. Yeah. So Paxton Manor is the manor. Shocktober is the haunt Event. fest yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haunted attraction. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the history, um, I don't know if you necessarily want to cover that first. Or I really want to talk about <laughs> our walkthrough real quick. Oh, and we're about to almost work there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to cover the beginning first and then we'll... Well... You, you cover when we're about to almost work there and then I'll cover yeah. when we actually went there as guests. <laughs> Um, yeah, sorry. Um, so, um, the time when we almost got work. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so there was a time when, you know, me and Nakamu actually went up to Paxton Manor to check it out because we heard it's on it, so we want to check it out. Um, but little do we know that it was a haunted attraction and they do seasonal, they do for Halloween and they also do for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And so we were about to do the Valentine's Day one. I think it was called My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, something like that. And they're like, you know, it was like a quick, like, oh, you want to be part of it? Sure, let's go, let's go. And so yeah, like there was no process before, at all. Before, we just walked in. They're like, hey, join us. Yeah. And so <laughs> and then next thing you know, we're doing a tour of the building, and um, somewhere around the line, we're like, we don't want to do this. We don't want to be part of it. Like it was you just know, the. It's just. I mean, there's there's nothing. We didn't feel like there was a common ground connection, mm-hmm. you know, between the people we were going to work with and us. We felt we like we were on really total opposite yeah, spectrum. We just didn't want to do it either. So yeah, that just... too, because we wanted to enjoy actually haunted houses at that year. Because we, con- like, as guests, because we were, we were constantly for years on end working on the house. Yeah. But, I mean, to any of people who are in the area and would like to check it out and are looking to work at a haunted house, um, they seem pretty open, nice, you know, really loving people. So, yeah, uh, they're open. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also, you know, COVID and stuff. We'll figure out Rona next year. Yeah, Corona. (laughs) But uh, But, uh, check in February. They got my bloody Valentine or whatever there. So uh, Shocktober dot org. Yeah. But um. So, but yeah, we were just you know they were because they were giving us a tour and this building has like three or four floors. I don't know. It's pretty big. Mm -hmm. Um. And somewhere along the line, we're just like, let's go. We're bored. Like, let's get out of here. You know. Hmm. So we decided to kind of like make our way out i guess um but little this location this is yeah they were already like pre-built you know mm-hmm. they got most of the walls up and stuff 
But, um, so we, like, we're trying to find our exit, and somewhere along the line, we actually got lost. Yes. Because everything looked very Dude, sim- it's massive. Similar. Everything we looked alike. We <laughs> actually got, like, pretty lost, and then eventually somewhere around the line, we kind of, like, found a way out, but we are just, like, throughout there, it, it did feel very spooky, it did feel very, like, I literally, you know, yeah. it, very alive, I guess. <laughs> um... And it's also funny because that's actually the first time we got lost. The second time was, was during the actual haunted yeah, attraction. When we actually <laughs> went in for the attraction part. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So there's two parts to the attraction. You go in through the first part, then you come outside and wait in another line and go through the second part. The second part is through the basement, which was by far my favorite freaking part. The top part was pretty cool too, though. Um, my sister, she got spooked a little early and dipped out <laughs> before the <laughs> second part. Actually, before that first part even finished. But there was some f- pretty f- creepy factors in it. Um, but yeah, like we're going up some steps. We're, there's, there's no lines or arrows on the floor. And you just kind of follow the wall. But we ended up getting to a place where it was kind of like a dead end. But there was like a space in the wall that was like maybe a foot and a half wide and i'm like are we supposed to go through here like or is this going behind the scenes or something but there was literally nowhere else we could go so we we squeeze our way through this like we're like maybe this is part of the like attraction like the feel of claustrophobia as a fear or something i don't know but we're squeezing through this part we come out the other end we go up some steps and come across a balcony and literally this whole area that we're in has like no freaking decorations it was just the house and i'm like wow. dude the, the feeling just being in the house was ridiculous just being in a very his, very old very historic very victorian-esque haunted house with haunted house stuff happening at this point we couldn't hear the screams from the haunted house <laughs> we were I don't know if this was, I still to this day don't know if that was literally the way we had to go. But we went up and around, like over this like loft area and back down some steps through like another crevice. And then we ended up back in a room or in a room that continued on. So I don't know if we necessarily missed some stuff, but I think the scariest part was being literally in someone's house that we didn't know whose house it was mm-hmm. and they didn't know we were in there. That's the feeling it felt. It could have been part of the haunted house, but. You got to see the actual inside, not just the built-up walls and stuff. Or at least we did. <laughs> right. But, um, it was spooky, man. But um, I don't think we we personally at this one had our paranormal experiences. Other people have. Mm-hmm. But this one we didn't. Um, did you? Yeah, no. <laughs> so um, it was really freaking cool. <laughs> I would love to talk more about it, but you guys got to go check it out uh, whenever they're open again. But um, it is shocktober.org. So that was unplanned. But last but not least, Gravenstein Haunted Productions, Curse of Fromuler. She worked there. Allie worked there for like two years. Mm-hmm. And I worked there for their last year, which mm-hmm. was her second year. I didn't know it was going to be their last year. I just kind of randomly came across them. They had auditions. Apparently, they were very easy to pass. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was quite a uh, experience very massive this location which no longer exists they actually had to move to Fort Belvoir and uh, I think they're called something else now Mm. but uh, still great scene Haunted Productions you can find them on Facebook they even did kind of a uh, 
what is it? One of those uh, places. It was in um, Tyson's Corner in Tyson's, Virginia. Tyson's Corner Mall. They had like this Halloween selfie museum. I think it's what they call it. Okay. Uh, yeah, or a hollow scream or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, they had all their props and stuff there and like scenery drops and all that stuff. And you get to take photos of yourself there or of the scenery and all that. It was actually really freaking cool. And like 10 bucks or something. Like it was awesome. And that's kind of like a filler they did when they were in between like haunted attractions. They got a lot of material. But um, yeah, so during the Curse of Framula location, this was a four-story warehouse abandoned warehouse in northeast dc off of florida avenue they tore it down eventually i got pictures of the process they, they looked like it regurgitated everything inside there's a huge <clears throat> pile of trash in front of it but um it was uh there's apartment buildings there now so good luck to those people because apparently the grounds were haunted right <laughs> and we all got to experience that <laughs> so um I guess in chronological order, I would have Allie cover her first year if you had any experiences then, because I'm pretty sure it was before I got there. Yeah, so I started working at Gravenstein High Productions uh, the year before Heek did, which was, I guess, 2014, 13? Um, no, I think it would be 2000. I started school in 2014. It was at the end of 2014, so yeah. So, so you started in 2013. Yeah. yeah. So I started 2013. It was the first year. Lucky number. Um, <laughs> and um, well, yeah, this is also the f- first year that I started learning that I was a sensitive and all that stuff. So, also getting into the whole paranormal stuff, which was anyway. So, I remember the first couple times people were like, "Oh yeah, so this place is haunted," and I'd be like, "Okay, that's terrifying." Why though? And so, <laughs> the people that reported that before I had my own experiences, they reported that this location had. Um, three spirits um there and they all were in separate levels of the attraction the first floor was mainly i think uh, a woman spirit that was haunting the area the second the second floor which was part of the uh, the first floor of the attraction yeah because yeah, the, the, the first floor was like where you check in at yeah. and then you go up the stairs and you enter the attraction yeah. right the second floor. yeah that part there was uh not so very nice spirit of a man that you know caused a lot of people <laughs> some issues there um and then <laughs> we'll get into that and later. then the third um floor which was the main floor the last floor of the haunt was a uh, spirit of a little girl that likes to roam around the area um so these were very different spirits from all i think there were family i don't know i don't know exactly the history of this location but um, it was very sketchy because like they had the information of history on the site, Curse of Mueller, like when they were advertising it, and it was like old newspaper clippings and stuff like that. But at the same time, it was kind of like, well, is this real? It's like another Blair Witch project. Wow. <laughs> like, but I would look for it online and I would find that information. But it would like it would be like other sites that would link to Graven Seon Productions, like Haunted House. So I'm like, like, what? is that because it's related? Like right. you know, there's a connection, they're using the story, or is it like they're getting the story from that? It, it literally made it that much more intense. Like, right? And I'm pretty sure I found some newspaper clippings that did not have the link for Graham Seal on Productions, but I mean, not in person, obviously, but online. But yeah. Anyway, so um, I guess some <laughs> there's a lot of experiences, but um, <laughs> the ones I remember the most, um, 
So, um, one of the, the first times I remember experiencing something was, okay, um, do we want to describe the layout? So people don't yeah, get yeah. confused. Okay. I guess. <laughs> so, basically how it looked in our, if you haven't been inside this haunted attraction while it was open, um, basically there's three floors. The first floor is just kind of like where people would line up to go up to the attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second floor was like a, a thing of a warehouse. Um, <laughs> the layout basically started off like there was different themes for each room. One, it just started off with a cemetery, then it went to like a barn, a cornfield area, then to like uh, the second year when you were there was the S&M room. Then you go up some stairs and you go to the third floor and that's where the main uh, the, the, the main theme of the attraction yeah which is you go into this room and it's like the witch's layout or room or whatever which was the main actor or main character it had thing. a spirit board there then you went um, well the, the, the same year with the year he was working it was the asylum then it turned into like a doll room and then clown room and then then go- there was like this really creepy thing it was like the ghost room yeah right? ghost room they basically had mannequins that were all li- like scattered everywhere and lined up where you had to walk between all of them but they're all wearing sheets and I'm like are any of these gonna jump out at me even mm-hmm. during the time working there I during the day when nobody was fucking working I had to go around because I was not about to go through there for something to move when it's not supposed to move so, like right. that. So, it was scary so after man. that it was like a house and a kitchen area and then the bedroom a closet look looking area and then a warehouse like a uh apocalyptic uh warehouse yeah with like thing. like uh barrels with like um, toxic waste and stuff mm-hmm. and there well, was this place like, is massive yeah it sounds like it then there was uh <laughs> then there was the, the final which was like a oven of some sort i don't know yeah thought like walk through it yeah and then you would exit and go about your day it's like a furnace um, or something so basically oh. you get chased by uh uh, chainsaw guy. Uh, I'm not gonna that, say what came to my mind yeah. oh. when you said oven. Like, like it, the the experience of rebirth. No, it's really like <laughs> no. a, a giant furnace looking thing. Yeah. That's a little racist. I, I'm taking like I don't know. Oh, yeah. that's not racist. That's just dark history humor. Anyway. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think like, of that the entire the time. Nazis. There. Yeah. The Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't, uh, <laughs> Moving on. Anyway, but um, so basically, from so my experiences were, I mean, I could guess I could share some a little bit from my coworkers because I remember them telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, so one couple of my experiences, the first experience I've ever had was when someone was like, "Oh yeah, so this location's haunted by," a, and one of them is a ghost girl, and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, that's creepy." So remember, um. Because I remember going up to my section, which was the bedroom, um, which the little ghost girl loved loved to hang out from um, the bedroom all the way to the witchy the witches area. Like mm-hmm. she would just from the beginning float too. around, like do her yeah. thing, you know. But one of her favorites was the bedroom and the doll room, obviously. Um, and I was hey, I would be in the in the be- in the bedroom, which a lot of co- a lot of my coworkers hated working there for their oh, for their very various reasons. Um, but I remember like just thinking like uh, and and then them telling me that she liked to be there, and I was like, oh god, <laughs> you know. So I'm like not looking forward to working in there. But then I 
I would tell them, I don't know how to describe this, but I remember going into my section to start working for the night. Um, but I just remember I couldn't go inside the freaking room. Like my body was just like, nope, we're not doing this. Like I was like, anybody else hear that train? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's ambience. <laughs> yeah. This really but, um, sets the theme. <laughs> yeah. So I remember just not wanting to go in the room for some weird reason. And again, this is the time where I also was learning about my abilities. And I was just like, I could not, I did not want to go in that room. I just did not, my body was refusing. I like avoided it for a good. It's one of those moments like, where like your body physically stops moving and yeah. your brain is thinking, why isn't my body moving? Yeah, I, like, you know, because your body just naturally yeah. resists itself. I didn't, I didn't want to go in there. So I avoided, I avoided that room for a good chunk Twice. of the night. Um, but then eventually ended up working in there. Um, and everything went fine. I was nothing worked nothing happened to me but then a couple of day, a couple of like times later i was i remember working in there and this was actually when one of the times i actually experienced something in there was when i was working it was during the hunt it was during like what people were going through and we were scaring them and stuff mm-hmm. and the thing about when you're an actor at these locations sometimes you get some really annoying customers mm-hmm. that get in your face and want to start shit for you know all these things and I remember, like, there was a group that came in, and I was doing my act, and I was, like, trying to scare them up, but they were just being, like, assholes towards my face, and I was, like, telling them, like, get, go, get, you know, get out of my, my room. Get out of like my that. room. <laughs> and I remember, like, the my whole, it was weird, because my, my room at the time was very quiet, there was no music, and I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then all of a sudden, from... This had like a weird old boombox there that, that had the ambiance music or whatever mm-hmm. going on. And all of a sudden, that thing would just like, that thing just blared the hell out. Like, just music came out of nowhere. And I was like, where did this come from? You know? And I looked to see, and it was like unplugged and everything. And I'm just what? like, okay. <laughs> and then from from what I got from that was basically I'm being an asshole. I was just not being an asshole to these people because I'm scared. I'm really being scary over here. <laughs> um, my, that was one of my first time experiences there. The other one was when we had to work, a lot of people that worked, including myself, we had to work in the oven area, which was a, a nightmare to work in. Like you're literally, <laughs> like if you're claustrophobic, if you don't like the dark, if you don't like tight spaces all that stuff you would hate it like no you don't want there was work. literally a way to go around yeah. that <laughs> they like, built a way to go around mm-hmm. it if you didn't want to go through so it so basically yeah. like you're in this little box all night you you can't see anything you have to like hear you have to like um listen for people yeah listen you. for people and the, the thing about these locations if the longer you work at these locations the crazier you start getting yeah like <laughs> by the way let's paint a picture really quick so there's two ways to walk through this oven thing and in between there's your little space and that space has windows on both sides and they can't see you but you can see out and a light turns on and you jump scare them from the window so this space is probably about four by two and you have to be in there all night yeah you're literally in an oven yeah like <laughs> Uh, yeah, so people that work there literally hated it because it's like you literally start becoming insane. <laughs> it really pulls <laughs> uh, together the act. Like though. literally, I would work there and I would like I d- would have to determine if it was like screams from actual customers or was it screams from the music, and it would just like drive me insane. Hmm. Um, I remember a couple of times I would just like 
be waiting there and just chilling, waiting for the customers to come through. And again, there's just a wall. There's just wall, and that's it. Um, and I just remember feeling a tug on my freaking shirt, and I'm just like, okay, what the heck? So I look back, thinking I'm like stuck on something. No, nothing. Like I literally was getting tugged by something. I was just like. Mm-hmm. And I was by myself, and I was like, "This is creepy. What the hell's going on?" <laughs> um, so, um, so that was that was one of my two of my experience. experiences. Um, some uh, some experiences that from from my coworkers that I remember them saying is that we actually had um, an animatronic. It was like it was a, like a mannequin prop. It was a mannequin prop that they had at the haunt. They actually had it at that. At the selfie museum. Yeah, but it's a black and white c- clown, and apparently it's haunted. I don't know by what, by by something, and apparently people that have that they disrespect it or like you know do something or say something offensive to this clown or whatever, the clown will fall on them. <laughs> don't know only how, during those times, every single time, fall on customers or on what the co-workers or whatever and that's probably why they had it at the selfie museum because yeah. it earned itself there yeah so oh oh this is what the, uh, I just remember this I remember okay <laughs> so one I, another experience that I, not only did it happen to me but it actually happened to other co-workers but basically I call it the possessed nun mask oh the demonic nun mask um so there was this character we had to play which was a possessed nun which had it was like a mask type thing and every single female that wore it up to me had Just something weird happen to them like the first person that wore it she didn't show up to work for some reason second person oh, that God. wore it Did she ever show up no oh. she got the second person <laughs> she that gone. wore it yeah <laughs> second person that wore it she got sick um then i wore it and i fell down some wooden steps I don't know. This nun hated women. Yeah. So to the point where they actually like had to had to have guys wear this mask and nothing happened to them. So like, they stopped. They I like, don't you know, know what, what was that about, but you know, <laughs> it, yeah. Dude, she, you got wicked ass gash from that too. Yeah, huh? it was bad. Uh, so you know how like you scratch yourself so bad it almost looks like there's white there and it might be bone, but you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those gashes. Mm. It was deep. Oh, was um, I wasn't there, but the way she described it, oh my god! So, but yeah, so so many <laughs> things, me so many things happen to people. Like at the in my first year, the first then I'll segue into mm-hmm. your year. But the last thing I remember was this was like after the haunt happened, and we were having like a little like cast party to celebrate self successfully or whatever. And a couple of people, um, like a couple of my coworkers and friends, decided to go up and like tour the haunt. A haunted attraction, but with no one there, with the lights off and everything, and they're going, they're like walking around. They're in the first floor in the cemetery area, and they're just walking on their own business. And there's no one up up there besides them, and they're walking and walking, and all of a sudden they hear like footsteps behind them, like something like is running at them. So they're literally they sounds get, like what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so they were like they got chased like out of the freaking graveyard and like they went up to the third floor and they they start hearing because there was a section in the warehouse that had like a bunch of chains and they start hearing like chains moving by themselves and stuff like that and they freaked out and like got out of there and they came back they're like oh my god this just happened and like they told us everything and I was just like that's crazy 
That reminds me of some stuff. <laughs> and then, so the second year comes in, and that's when you come in. <laughs> yeah, so the second year comes in, and that's when I come in. So I'm probably going to be telling these out of order, but they're not necessarily things that would have to be told in order to make sense. Right. But one of the things she just reminded me of was um, towards the end of the uh, haunt season, uh, one of our, one of the last days. Um, I I think, I trying to figure out if these were the, two different days. The year that you were there, like it was even worse than the first year. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, all the paranormal <laughs> stuff was like extreme that year. Like yeah. it, I don't understand. So, um, trying to remember. Okay, so we're all packing up, getting ready to leave, and putting all the stuff away. Everybody. But one person is accounted for downstairs. So we send, we send, I didn't send, the other guy sent. But the owner sent two of their toughest guys to go upstairs. And I say that sarcastically because, you know, they're tough guys. (laughs) But um, they go upstairs and they're supposed to fetch somebody who for some reason is by himself upstairs. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever does that. Everybody leaves together because nobody wants to be by themselves. And the last person has to turn off all the lights. So there's always two people. I don't know what happened, but everybody came downstairs but one person. And all the lights are off. So there must have been three people up there when two people came down last. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So somebody was left upstairs. Well, they had to go look for him. (laughs) Well, they come running back, freaking the fuck out, back down to the first floor. And we're like, what? What's going on? They're like, we heard screaming and like banging and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell? And they're like, yeah. Like, and I'm like, where's the other guy? And they're like, we didn't find him. And I'm thinking to myself, that could have been him. <laughs> you know, like, what the hell? Like, I tried to debunk stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, so I go up there. I go through the dark. I'm, I'm literally just saying fuck it at this point because that's the only way I can face like a haunted location in the dark by my freaking self. Mm-hmm. It's just say like, fuck it and just walk through. Like I'll literally, I was doing this the other night on my uh, on my Twitch. I was playing this really fucking scary game, and I had to go through really dark areas with very dim light. And there's areas where like you have to pass by like an open door. You you can either look in or you can continue on to the next door. And I'm like, I don't know which one's worse. I don't know if anything's gonna pop up. So I'm like, fuck it, and I just like ran past because I'm like, whatever's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You mm-hmm. know. So this is how I approach this situation. I'm like, fuck it. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. <laughs> so I'm, t- I'm looking for this guy. And I get to the second floor. And I hear a distant screaming and banging. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm, I'm hearing like a voice, but like I can't tell what it's saying. But it's coming from upstairs. So I go all the way up to the third floor. It's pitch black still. Like I don't, I don't hear anybody like except for this thing. So I'm thinking if there's anybody up here, it's probably this guy. And um, I go up to like... The third floor, it opens up into the, uh, the the witch area. And I come out the witch area into the asylum area. And um, I hear I hear the banging getting louder as I get closer. And I hear the voice saying, help me and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm getting chills the closer I get to this closed door, right? And I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? And I'm reaching out for the doorknob, right? And I'm thinking, oh, I swear to freaking God, there's nobody behind this door. I'm going to be so fucking pissed. And I open the door and it's a guy 
that's one of the actors in there. And he was like, oh, finally, thank God, Jesus fucking Christ. And I was like, whoa, dude, what happened? He's like, I walked in here, grabbed my bag, and the door fucking slammed on me. And I'm like, you couldn't freaking get out? And he's like, I, he said something about the door being locked from the ins- or from the outside or the doorknob doesn't work on the inside or something like mm-hmm. that. But basically, it was unlocked for me, but he couldn't get the door open from his side because it doesn't function that way. It, like he just got locked in there. Something slammed the door in behind him. Mm. And I'm like, the hell? Like I, I opened the door, I let go, and I'm like, this thing doesn't slam, like doesn't fall shut. It's staying open. Like how was like legit, it would have just slammed behind him, you know? That's like, creepy. He was just freaked out. That gave me some serious chills. <laughs> I can so imagine. We went downstairs together. <laughs> but um yeah. And then there was one night, uh, we were all packing up and um one of my friends, Lily, and she was talking about how uh, she was talking to somebody else about uh, how she left her her watch upstairs. She was actually covering for the witch that night, and there's candle candles everywhere. And uh, she, uh, the guy was like, uh, "You know, where'd you leave your watch?" And I was overhearing this. She said, "Well, you know, when she, when sometimes she'll forget to take it off and you know leave it in the locker." Mm-hmm. So. Um, when she's up there and she sees it on, she's like, oh, shoot, she'll take it off. She'll, like, take one of the LED candles, pop off the, like, the cover, you know, yeah. the physical candle cover. Yeah. And, like, slide it in there and just pop the bottom back on, right? So it, it, she knows, you know, where to get it. And also nobody knows that it's there, you know, and it's mm-hmm. hidden, you know. But she actually forgot it. And I said, oh, I can go, you know, or, um, let's see, I'm trying to remember. I I think I mentioned to her, you know, oh yeah, let's go get it. And, um, cause I wasn't about to go up there by myself. Plus I didn't know which candle. There's like a hundred of them. So I wasn't about to go looking for it. But, um, she's like, oh no, it's fine. I'll just get it tomorrow. And I was just like, this is a haunted mansion or haunted warehouse. It's not going to be there tomorrow. You right. know, she's like, well, no, she's like, well, I'm the only person that knows exactly where it's at, you know? And I, Nobody knows I put it in a candle, stuff like that. Everybody's going to be gone. It'll be there when I get back. I'm like, no, no, no. It won't be there because this is a haunted warehouse. It's just going to disappear into nothing. You know, it's just not going to exist. Like, right. I've I've heard a story of this from a friend before. Things just disappear for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like, you know exactly where it's at. I guarantee you, nobody will come through and it'll somehow not be there. You know? Right. Sure enough, the next morning, she goes in and it's fucking gone. It's not in the, the candle. She never got it back. Nobody else has seen it. <laughs> but uh, those are very small experiences. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, I'm just getting nervous because I'm thinking of all the horrible things that I had experienced while I was there. <laughs> so there's this one area. They didn't have any area for me. So they just put me in this one area that had like a chain link fence, but nothing in it. It was a massive room that was completely pitch, 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 pitch black. Everyone hated that room. I I had to have my back to the blackness just so I can like see. I I worked in that room and like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. It's so like, I don't know. It just constantly feels like somebody's breathing down your neck. Yeah. You'll turn around, nobody there. You turn back, and immediately you feel somebody breathing down your neck. I didn't feel breath, but like it feels like somebody's right freaking there. And I'm like, do you mind? No. <laughs> but there's one night I heard chains in the room moving around, like sliding. And I'm like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked somebody around the way, you know, in the area, I'm like, dude, did you like 
clang some chains and stuff or whatever like just work are there any and he's like no like there's no chains in that area or around that area or even on that floor you know like the chains are upstairs you wouldn't hear that in the room i was in and this is a massive room to face my fears i was like fuck it and i literally walked the perimeter of the darkness just so i can get over it you know which didn't help but i mean like <laughs> you know it was freaky but um so there's that and then uh, another experience i had um it was coming down from the asylum room i think it was from the third floor down to the second and um everybody had turned off the lights and i was late leaving so i was just like walking through mm-hmm. and um literally just through the dark you know i was just like fuck it whatever happens happens <laughs> like i pretty much gave up on life at this freaking haunted house <laughs> but um i'm constantly feeling like this presence following right behind me and i'm like come on you know it's just too obvious you know it wasn't just a casual stroll somebody was following me but nobody i could see you know mm-hmm. it's just that obvious so i get to you know i, I kind of wrap a corner and i'm like slightly trying to outrun it by walking a little faster once i come around the corner <laughs> and i could feel the distance right that it's at because I'm, I'm making some distance once i went around the corner so as soon as it comes around the corner i just went around i'm near the stairs where i have to go back around the corner to go under it's almost like the stairs kind of loop around yeah. themselves in a way so um yeah so i know by now it would have seen me go around the corner and i'm thinking like if this entity is a human being, it would think this way, you know? So by the time I come around the corner, I can feel it. I'm a sensitive, so I do this. I just feel shit. But um, I feel it come around the corner, and in my head, I'm thinking, okay, it would it would notice me at the end, turn the corner. So it would know where I'm at. It would know how far I am. It might pick up speed to try to catch up. Let me just keep picking up my speed by, you know, speed walking down, but I don't want it to be obvious that, you know, I'm fucking running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so I'm just speed walking but I go down the steps and about three quarters down steps I feel it come around the corner and it's at the top of the steps and I got sick and tired of its shit so I turned around and I said I said something like um, I was like do you mind fuck off I'm trying to fucking leave <laughs> you know I was like dude stop following me I think is one of the things I said and it actually stopped and then like I just finished my way down the stairs and I could feel it still just standing at the top of the stairs it fucking stopped it didn't follow me after that <laughs> but uh i got pissed because it was irritating i was like dude come on <laughs> like, yeah. i don't want to be spooked right now i'm done with work you know oh man uh, were there other i'm sure there were so many other stories those have, were my I experiences mine. i can remember that happened that year yeah oh yeah um so this goes on forever so, <laughs> like yeah basically my so this is weird because literally the whole season I had no experiences throughout the whole time. I would, when the second year I was working there, I was actually a makeup artist slash floater. So what I would do is a floater is somebody who I was gonna get to. That. Oh, I thought you were no. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was getting that. You can do that. Um, Hello. What? Oh, they're about to. Go. I heard a doo doo. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I heard a ghost. <laughs> but, um, the battery probably. Battery. Um, okay. Yeah, we've been doing this for a minute. <laughs> Okay, so basically, um, oh my god, blinking. Um, a floater. Well, yeah, floater, floater. There we yeah, go. Thank you. So basically, <laughs> what it was is, um, every night they would have me be in a certain area if they needed someone, um, whether it was like a minor character or a big character, like they just would put me there and be like, okay, play the role. <laughs> um, that's one of the ways we actually met. 
Um, but so this was actually the very last night of the haunt. Um, very, very last night. Um, apparently the building was already done with their shit because literally everything fucking happened the last night. <laughs> like the thing with the the guy being locked in the door, uh-huh. that was the last night. Yep. Um, there was so, there was, everyone had drama. Everyone, like people were like starting fights. Like it was ridiculous. Like the thing, literally I think the building was like done with our shit and wanted us out. <laughs> but um, my experience was actually... Um, that one night I actually didn't work. I was actually just helping, like, uh, giving out water, water to people and, like, stuff like that. And there was one time where I actually was left by myself because my friend had to go do other stuff. And I was on the second floor, like, there was, like, an elevator and a stair stair area. And there was, like, a back room area that no one would go to. Mm. And I was just sitting there. And all of a sudden, the freaking heavy-ass doors started, like, banging or, like, like, as... I don't, I don't even know that. what it was. They were like swaying or like um, it was but you almost hear like bangs. A... Like you just heard bang like banging coming. Yeah, out like of that. they would be opening a little bit. And, boom, boom, yeah. Boom, boom, and I was boom. just kinda like, okay. So and it kept on. And it's like, all like locked up. Yeah, and it would happen there. here and there. And I was just like Okay. So <laughs> I went to like try to see what it was and like I loot like we'll go around and try to check on the doors. They're they're locked. There's no one in there. Um and I was just like, <laughs> okay. And so I, I started getting freaked out, and I went downstairs. And this, I, when I was going downstairs, I also felt someone behind me coming down the steps every single time. <laughs> and I was like, I would look back at it like, what the hell is this? Like, every single time I would walk down the stairs, someone was behind me, literally. But what I mean, a ghost was literally behind me. Right. Um, and so um, I was just like, okay, this is what's going on. So basically, by the time... That was um, the last thing that actually that happened to me was it was me and my friends, and this is when everybody was already out of the haunt, the, like everyone's going home, mm-hmm. you know. And so me and her went up to like turn up the lights, like you know, close some doors, whatever. And we're up in the third floor, and mo- both me and her are like freaked out because we know what's haunted. We're like, we don't, we 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 want, we we're done, we want to go. Um, and basically, we were one, we we had a turn off the lights from one end to the other end. And mm-hmm. this is a warehouse. This is big. So we had to freaking run from one end to the other because we're so scared. So we <laughs> turn off the light. We run to the other, to the, like, the beginning of the third floor. And we're like, okay, okay. Like we're like freaking out because we know it's haunted and we don't want to deal with that. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So, but before we like turn off the light, um, we start hearing like banging all over the place, like on the elevators, like on the walls, like, we're just everything was just exploding at that point. We're just like, oh my god! Kind of so, like when you're trying to scare a spider yeah, out of like, the corner and get it out of your house, and you're yeah. just like shaking like, everything. everything. It was just like ridiculous. <laughs> and so, and it was just me and her. There was no one up top but just us two. And we're like, fuck. So she like she's about to turn off the light. She's like, okay, we're we ready. And we're about to like run down these stairs because we don't want to mess with the, these ghosts. And she's like, one, two. And I book it. I left her. I'm sorry, but I was like, I'm <laughs> booking it. We're like running down the freaking stairs and we hear like banging all over us we we feel like stuff behind us and we're just like and we get to the first floor we're, we look like we ran a marathon everyone's like are <laughs> you guys okay we're just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that was ridiculous like yeah. but oh now you're torn God. down so guess who's the loser now <laughs> yeah, so that was my only experience that one year but just really. grand finale of just 
poultry ice activity on the like whole literally building. that night like people, literally people were fighting like people were like it there was, was a lot ridiculous. of energy yeah so yeah um trying to figure out should i pause this for a quick second because our battery on our headphone died so you can't hear me <laughs> here <laughs> let me just very lightly um if you unmute your phone, we'll hear you very lightly. <laughs> Add the volume all the way down. So I don't. There we go. I don't know There's if I can. Backup plan. Hello, hello. Can I hear my own self? You hear me? No. I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, I can hear me a little bit. You said yeah. You can hear me. Yeah. Huh? Okay, good. I'm just making sure I don't have you too loud. <laughs> But um, yeah, so that is the last story of uh, Gravenstone Haunted Productions. You can find more on Gravenstone Haunted Productions and their haunted attractions at, well, Facebook, actually. You look up Gravenstone Haunted Productions on Facebook and follow them, like their page, and uh, you'll get updates on their, uh, their, their haunted attractions. I mean, I think this year it's a little, a little sketchy, but, um, you know, because of corona, but... Um, yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get a give a shout out at the um places that I worked at, well place. So I worked at um Haunted right. Hollows in um Warrington, Virginia. I worked there for 2 years. Um and honestly, mm -hmm. I would say that that's probably one of the best places that I've ever been a part of. Um every year they did something different. It was pretty awesome working there. Yeah, it was it was it was definitely like um I don't know what years I worked there. I would say Yeah, I worked no. there I think in 2013. No, no, I worked there after that. Um oh. Yeah, I worked there after that. But um I'd say I probably worked there 2016, 2017, maybe. No. I don't know to be honest with you. I really I don't know. Um <laughs> But I know I, I worked there for for two years and the first year i was a uh, scarecrow um in the corn maze it was just horrendous. oh yeah i remember that so if you want to talk about creepy that's that's creepy being in a fucking cornfield by yourself or on the opposite side like you're by yourself <laughs> yeah um Freaking and then creepers lurking around <laughs> like legit i was a scarecrow like i was on a piece of hay there was a cross and i like made myself look like i was um like tied to it and then I would jump off of it and scare people. But um nice. And then the second year we were in quote unquote the asylum, which used to be the clown part. Um and that was super duper. Oh fun. yeah, I remember but, the um, clown bar. Yeah. I worked in like the minor shat the minor cave thing. I don't they changed things up every year, so like certain things that were once something It was during like the clown barn thing. Yeah, see, oh, yeah. the first year that I worked there, that, like, the uh, corn maze was behind the clown thing, and then the second year I worked there, they got rid of the clown thing, and then they put the um, asylum. So, uh, with this show, I'll post some pictures. I don't know if you have pictures of you guys when you did it, but I'll post some pictures, um, since they have to do with this episode. Uh, when we put it on Facebook, I'll post them in the comments and stuff like that, pictures of me at the uh, Haunted Hollows. But I also wanted to um, throw out 
Yeah, I have a picture of uh, what I was talking about when I was taking a photograph, and I got her face looking like she wasn't herself, and she just snapped on me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, post that too. Um, but also, I wanted to mention The Haunted Hill. The Haunted Hill is in um, Thornburg, Virginia. I never worked there, but um, that's like my go-to. That's where I go with all my friends. Um, it's super, super cool, super affordable. You never invited me. <laughs> well that's far away for you i mean it's it's a drive for me it's like yeah. an hour and almost 45 minutes for me so um but it's oh, it's I mean, it's fine closer to me <laughs> is it south yeah closer oh, to richmond me, yeah it's way further for oh, you okay well i mean like i go to richmond occasionally like it's not that bad <laughs> invite me no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know if either one I'm of them are bro. doing anything this year. So, um, more likely not. But yeah, I think Bennett's Curse is still doing something. Um, I don't think it's a drive-through. I don't think they're doing contact, and I think all their little like, oh yeah and stuff are wearing doctor's masks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it still looks cool. <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing one that was like driving. That'd be cool. Just don't touch my car. I've actually seen advertisements for Haunted Hollow, so I'm wondering if they're actually open and if they're doing a drive-through kind or. I wanted to get back into it and I wanted to do it, but um, I just don't have the time for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lord Reformatory is another one. I don't know if they're actually open this year or not. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they would do it with the that's actually social distancing. Yeah. yeah. Well, There's see, there's so much to cover. <laughs> haunted Hollow is not haunted. Like it's just right. a farm. Same thing with the one in Thornburg. It's just a farm. I mean, if if it even is remotely haunted, it's probably haunted by Civil War soldiers because those chances are pretty high. But yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I know Haunted Hollow. The farm has been in the family for like forever. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, are we uh, are we wrapping it up now, or what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Pretty much wrapped it up on the uh, Gravestone Hunt Productions. Um, so uh, there you have it. If you guys got any of uh, your own personal experiences going through a haunted attraction and getting spooked by somebody who wasn't an actor, or if you've ever worked on a haunted attraction and had uh, some spooky shit happening to you um, during hours or after hours or even before hours, I mean, you know, by all means, share it with us on our Facebook page at Talk About Spooky. Um, you can also find us at Instagram and Twitter at Talk About Spooky as well. You can uh, reach out through there through message and uh, let us know if you want us to uh, share a story. Um, don't forget to leave us a five star review if your platform allows you to do so. <laughs> if you give us a five star review, we'll definitely give you a shout out. And um, yeah, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. You can find our main hosting site at anchor.fm slash talkaboutspooky or just literally look up Talk About Spooky on any other social social media platform. Um, any other... Uh, podcast streaming platform. Podcast streaming, thank you, <laughs> platform. And uh, we should be fairly easy to find. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been working for me fairly well and some of my friends, so that's good to know. Yeah, uh, and as far as... Yeah, as far as the um, going live for the week... Um, before the actual day of Halloween. Um, 
just to refresh for everybody, I posted it on the Facebook page, but um, we will go live instead of releasing an episode the Monday before Halloween if yeah, we have enough. Twenty six. Yeah, that's well. That's the day that we would technically release. Um, but we could always, you know, work around uh, what day yeah, to go live. live. It's technically already released. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. If if we go live. Um, the only way that we're going to do it is if we have enough people that are going to engage with us. Otherwise, we'll just continue with releasing a show that Monday. But um, I would like to yeah. get, you know, at least five people to engage with us and just kind of look at it like having like a campfire and everybody just talking about spooky stuff. Their stories, you know. Yeah, you get to, in a way, I guess, be on the show. Now, while we're live... Um, I guess there's ways that we can get them maybe via like vocal transmission on the show or are we going to be reading like posts or something or both? Well, I think what we can do, I think Facebook allows you to have, um, Oh yeah. Do a chat room thing. Yeah. You can do a chat room thing or you can, um, when you go live, you can actually invite somebody, um, to join your live, um, stream. So we can go live off of um our you or off of our uh, Facebook j- uh, page, and people can request to be invited that way. Or since you know this stuff better than I do, as far as the streaming stuff goes, I know that it's possible to use maybe um, Zoom or something like that, um, yeah. and it still be Facebook's uploaded live. Easy, you just click create it is. or something. It is, yeah. <laughs> you could do it. You could do it within the messenger. Um, yeah. But I, I, I'm not sure. We can make it happen. I know that there's a way to do it. And if we get enough people yeah. that will engage, we'll, we'll figure out how to do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be really easy for everybody on your... I mean, you don't have to go on there with a video chat. You could always, you know, accept the call and not enable your camera and just use your audio. But um, like I said, if we get at least like five people, that way we can have, you know, just a conversation. Everybody just chatting about spooky stuff. Um, instead of releasing an episode that Monday, we will do that and we'll try to work around everybody's schedules as far as, you know, the time that we'll do it and, um, the day. Cause, um, if we'll go live, we don't necessarily have to release something that Monday. We could always go live Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, whatever, whatever works for everybody. Um, or, or Monday, whatever. Yeah. So the way you could show us, um, that, you know, you want us to go live is, uh, Go to our Post Facebook on our page, like, yeah. um, you know, comment saying, you know, go live, you know, hashtag uh, sp- sp- spooky live. <laughs> I don't know. Well, since since you engage with the uh, Instagram and the Twitter, maybe I don't know how that works. So maybe somebody can go to our page and and say something. I don't know. Um, but like with Facebook, I created the post um, saying basically what I just said. I just typed it in. And what you could do is if you like us on Facebook or if you don't like us on Facebook, go like us on Facebook, comment on that post and um, say I'm in or 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 type talk about spooky, whatever, you know, um, but that's yeah. a way to let us know. I'll make a hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that stuff works. So that's that's you. Um, yeah. I have an idea of how that works. <laughs> but yeah, so. The day that this will be released, um, the next show will be two weeks after that. Yeah. And then the next one after that would be the Halloween one. So you get yep. one more episode prior to the live show if we do a live show after this one. Yeah. 
All right. Cool. So remember, like, share, subscribe, follow, leave a review, email us a story, post on our Facebook, tweet us, whatever Instagram you do with that, you do it. And um, yeah, we'll uh, talk to you two weeks from today. And as always, stay safe. And don't forget to talk about spooky. No part of the show can be reproduced without the permission of the host, Matt and Adam, from Talk About Spooky. Copyrights reserved.